Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk everything animation here, including Ruby, which we'll be getting into right now. I'm Dylan Eisen, and today I'm joined by Haley Neighbors. Hello. And Andy Potter. Hello. Uh, we're back to talk Ruby after the off week last week, uh, getting into uh, Volume 6, Episode 9, Lost. Uh, that's it. That's the title, Lost. And uh, we talk Ruby Everly here on the Overly Animated Podcast. Find us at OverlyAnimated.com or search for Overly Animated Ruby on iTunes or on our YouTube, YouTube.com slash Overly Animated, and subscribe there to not miss any of our Ruby podcasts. Um, Lost came out today on Rooster Teeth First. We're going to be we cover all the Rooster Teeth First episodes. We're in the home stretch here of Volume 6, and I believe there's like four weeks left in of Ruby. Um, it's going to be done at the end of January. We're combining the last two episodes into one episode, so there'll be 13 weeks, I guess, in total of Ruby. That was the latest news that came out. Um, so only a handful more left here to go. We're getting into Lost spoilers for this episode and all previous episodes of Ruby, but let's get into things. Another potentially good episode here. Haley, what did you think? Yeah, they're they're continuing the trend <laughs> somehow. Um, yeah, no, I was quite pleased with this episode. The I, at first I was a little nervous because I I found at least that the Mercury exposition fight dialogue was pretty bad um, personally, <laughs> but it was nice to see them and have them like vocalize what they're feeling and thinking because we haven't checked in with Mercury or um, Emerald in quite a while. Uh, so that was good. That was solid. And then we had this beautiful Pyrrha moment, which came out of nowhere, and I was really not prepared for or expecting at all, uh, which was great. And we had Ruby standing up for herself and being a boss, and it was awesome. <laughs> so, yeah, no, very solid. And again, like, production value was great. I feel like the pace was pretty, like, solid, and it hit, like, emotional highs and satisfied us. So, yeah, very good. Wow, very good, yeah. says uh, Haley. Andy, what yeah, do you think? Solid. I, I'm not going to get. There I'm was a tail. There was a tail in this episode. I, not, Andy. I no, chose not to I am upset, that. but I'm going to try to ignore that right now. <laughs> the objective as much as I can be here. Ignore that moment. I'm ignoring like that one moment, or that not, it didn't even matter for the scene to be honest. But, but anyways, the episode. This episode was good. We, it this this. We, I feel like we finally, they, they really, they need to have a John episode every now and then, and, and this time they finally earned it because we had an actual, like, eight episodes in a row where Ru- Team Ruby was the main characters, and so, okay, we can have a John episode, and it's about Pura, so that's good, and it came out of nowhere, and, like, I felt a little emotional, it was, I thought it was well done, and it, there's a couple things I'm, I'm a little confused about, like, why is there a statue of Pura to begin with, but it's, I, I did like the moment, and and, and I also like that even though John was a major focus of this episode, we still got a good Ruby moment in this episode. Like, Ruby is, like, this episode still made me feel like Ruby is the main character, which other seasons have really failed at. And we finally stood up to Crow, which I felt like was an important step for Ruby and this show, because Crow kind of has been holding us down in a lot of ways, narratively and literally. And I really like that we're pushing that plot forward. Yeah. Okay. So, Andy, uh, he didn't talk about the tail, so we'll get that later. But I need, I need, I need time. <laughs> okay, at least apparently it seems like you liked it. Yeah, I thought I thought this was a very good episode. Lost. Um, there's some worry uh, about this being a slower, and it was a slower episode, but it was still really good. I think regardless, the Pura scene I thought was fantastic. I really, really liked it. Um, I think I kind of we'll, we'll get into the details, but I think I kind of unequivocally really liked that scene and uh, was one of the most emotional things the show's done in a while. Uh, best John episode in years. I think we said that recently, but uh, he was very good in the Pura scene and uh, yeah. just very just good all around this episode. And then I like what Andy said about uh, it's still feeling like Ruby's the main character because this was again a fantastic episode for Ruby following the. Uh, the her being mad at Crow plotline, which uh, we've been building for a while, and uh, she is fantastic at the end of the episode. She really has felt like the main character of the season. That's another way that they've really improved, and I feel like they've listened uh, to fans about this. And um, this is, it, I think, it's showing we're making a specific effort to make Ruby the main character, and um, this is very good stuff with her. Uh, last episode, I think, is the one with the yeah with the talk. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, uh, with Maria and, uh, kind of continuing some, some themes from that here in a very good way. Um, and then the Emerald Mercury stuff I thought was, uh, was fine. Uh, it was fine. Um, 
I, I, I'm, I'm torn on whether I feel like I want them written out of the show or not because, uh, it's, I like Emerald a lot and Mercury's fine, but, um, it's, it, it, the scene felt very random considering they haven't done anything all season. So, uh, it's like, if they're going to be a thing, then yes, we should check in with them. I just wonder whether, whether we should have them be a thing or not. Keep Emerald, get rid of Mercury, personally. <laughs> yeah. Well, they, they kind of did the opposite in having him, uh, exposition about his best. Yeah, right. Bit, yeah. Honestly, it felt like we've been missing out on B plots and this felt like this episode was just three B plots stitched together like they didn't know what to do with them mm. yeah I could like, see that and like it doesn't feel like I, I'm not saying that as an in, like as a com- complaint like I think this was a good episode it's just it feels like that's what these three things are yeah there's no there's no super I think the the pure stuff was the most compelling um yeah. and that was kind of the heart of the episode emotionally but um yeah nothing nothing like super uh exciting tying the episode together um just generally what we're doing while we're in Argus while we're there trying to move to Atlas and uh, no, I I don't think this is like I, I, every episode's been good I don't even think this is the worst one I think I thought this was like very good um yeah. I really connected with everything mm-hmm. we did with Pira here I thought it was fantastic um again though yeah you could see it as random so let, let's get into this because this is the most interesting stuff is is with Pira here because uh you know she died three seasons ago and uh, <laughs> yeah. Hasn't been, like, mentioned, really, since then. Yeah, so the biggest thing we got was this volume four, I think, like, Ruby and John. I feel like there are fireflies or something. It, what John John was training in the woods with a recording of Pira, and yeah. Ruby was watching on. And there was, like, no dialogue at all, but it was just really beautiful, and you could, like, it just, the, the emotion was very, like, palpable, the whole scene. Yeah, looking back mm-hmm. at volume four, that and, like, the Ren and Nora backstory are the only things I remember, so I guess that's a good, mo- <laughs> a good thing from volume four. <laughs> Um, yeah, I think that was like the previous, the, the biggest attempt at previously to address Pira. And, um, it does maybe seem like it comes out of nowhere. I think that they reference John's increasing desperation antics. Uh, at least Nora, Nora talks about that. Nora and Ren, they say like, I heard what you saw, saw said to Cinder, I assume at the end of last season. Um, it's like, it should have been me. I assume he said something like that, right? That's That was the implication. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember. When they were saying, I was like, I, yeah, I guess that happened, but I can't remember yeah. the dialogue. No, I don't, remember, yeah. I don't listen to what John says, but um, no, yeah, he's, he, probably, <laughs> he probably said it should have been me instead, which, and they're like, yeah. no, stop talking like that. Like, we care about you too. And um, so that, I feel like it, it goes with John's increasing, like, uh, reckless mindset, you know, him uh, getting mad at Oscar too. I feel like maybe yeah. it's in line with that. I actually like, really like this moment for his character at where, is he, where he's at for those reasons and also so just uh, it was just fantastic material for him um talking to this mysterious red-haired lady uh, who could she be yeah Haley, what, what was your reaction to mysterious red-haired lady okay so first, let's back up what what, did, what were you thinking when you saw the pira statue um did you get emotional to the scene and then what did you think of red-haired lady um okay A lot of i was i i'm happy they had the scene I'm very happy they had the scene because it, it's like a good kind of conclusion to that I, well maybe not conclusion we'll see but i i feel like i was supposed to get emotional and i could tell that it was emotional but i i wasn't crying or anything um but it was very sweet i think because it's been so long that i'm like oh yeah pira forgot about her um but i i was very happy to have her i guess kind of make a reappearance in this way um yeah and it was really nice moment for that team because like we've said earlier we have historically not been the biggest fan of Jean and all of them, but I think this is a really good way of having them be a part of the show, I guess, is to through Pira kind of mourning her and stuff. Anyway, so I think that was good. And that was a good set piece for that. Um, the red haired lady. At f- so I think she's definitely related to Pira. Mm-hmm. And I at first thought that she was her mom. But then I remembered that sh- uh, old people are short in this show. <laughs> so <laughs> it's probably not. Um, was she uh, short or not short? She was like ruby height kind of like. Oh, you're normal. saying she should have been shorter. <laughs> she she should have been Maria height. So she could have been like a sister is what you're saying. Yeah. I was thinking maybe a sister. Um, although they like faked us out with the leaf blowing and then she vanishes. So I don't know what that was about. <laughs> but I've, I've seen people on the discord being like she's a ghost <laughs> but sure why not but i think she was probably i think she's probably a mom or sister i would assume okay yeah mom or sister okay Andy, i'm yeah. leaning towards mom but her design is of a t- mid-20s so but that's everyone in <laughs> yeah but that, that, but that gives no clues yeah okay <laughs> yeah uh andy what was your reaction to the scene and uh what's your reaction to red-haired lady 
I think my reaction was mostly surprised at just how much I felt for Pura here and for John, really, because like the, the the leaf moved and I felt like and the music shifted and you knew something was going to come up and you knew something like emotional was going to happen. And my mind immediately jumped to Pura in some way. And then the statue came into, into view and like I didn't cry, but I definitely like felt those strings being pulled. Like it was just very surprising to me how much I felt towards this. And I, 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 I don't. This is just done so well, like just the emotional payoff here, and then the woman coming up, and she was it the same voice actress as Pira? Because I don't remember. Cause yes, I it was. Yes, yeah, because it was. It, it when she started speaking, it just like hit me really hard. What what this scene was doing, and I think it, I think this is her mom. I think this this, and because she, it feels like to me that the mom would know who was on her daughter's team, stuff like that, and yeah. so and. Just the way she was talking to John, it like it felt so emotional. How these, she knew that this, this that Pierre was really important to John, and we knew that we as viewers knew that she was important to both these people. And it just, I don't know, it just it was done so well. The music in the background really tied it all together for me. Yeah, um, yeah, I I very emotionally reacted. I don't think I cried or anything, but it was uh, it, this was I think one of the most emotional scenes the show has done, at least for, for my end. Uh, I think this is like the best pathos. I feel like that. Ruby maybe has ever done. I don't know. Just the 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 this, the the new song, the lyric song. I think was really fantastic. Just the way we present the statue, the angles we're doing. Um, I think the connection to like mostly it's just feeling for Pira and the sadness surrounding Pira. But I also do think you connect to John in the scene because uh, yeah. this is like the most sympathetic type thing that we've that we've done. Like this is the most thing like uh, emotional thing that's happened with him. And um, even if you're like me and don't really like John, still his romance with Pyrrha was like a thing that is enjoyed. Like it was like, you know, you're still happy and then it's tragic and uh, it's, it's still emotional seeing this. Um, so I, yeah, I just, I definitely the, the strongest thing I reacted to this episode. And um, then especially the, uh, the woman coming in and talking about Pyrrha, I definitely thought she was her mom the yeah. entire time. Um, and then it was a little surprising that, you know, I was thinking like, oh, okay, when, when are they going to introduce themselves? When are they going to really talk about it? And then she just disappears. And it's like, okay, like, you know, she, maybe she wasn't real. Maybe she's a figment of John's mind. Uh, but, maybe. but the flowers remained. So the flowers did remain. I, I don't think we need more than this. Like, I think that was just them saying we don't need to have a longer conversation. Right. That, that, that's, that. I think that's the purpose. Yeah, I'm, see, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm yeah. seeing people saying like, oh, she'll come back. We'll figure no. out. No, like, I think the purpose of no. doing that with her and doing that kind of tropey exit is just that this was just a, a connection to John with someone that was close to Pira and it didn't need to tie into other characters or the further plot. Like, it's important because it is yeah. John. And this is the one instance where like someone only talking to John and no one else is like correct and it, it, it works emotionally. Um, and uh, yeah, I still, it's, you know, my interpretation, definitely Pierre's mom and uh, yeah. the connecting with John on that level was uh, really uh, deep and, and meaningful to see. And uh, then her, her disappearing is just like, okay, this was, you know, this was a, a past thing in, mm-hmm. in all of their lives. It was a very thoughtful scene. Which is nice. Yeah. Like it wasn't. It didn't bash her over the head with like Pierre's dead. Like remember that. Like <laughs> which it could have happened. It was very just calm and quiet and like acknowledging their their friend who's passed away. And it was very, yeah, very thoughtful. And very nice. I, I I really thought while watching this that like all those things. It was really calm and like and I guess it really set in for me that like they're not going to do like a resurrection plot. Like that's what this felt like. Yeah. Like this felt like yeah, yeah we're. There's stop with your theorizing that we're gonna bring back here. She's <laughs> dead. Like we're not. No, it was a conclusion to her character. Yeah, and I really, I, I really like that. I yeah, same. Because when I saw the like leaf showing up, I thought he was gonna go and she'd be there or something, like actually there, which would have been just wild. So this was much. <laughs> this was better. Although as much as like Pierre would be great to come back as a character, I think this is very respectable of her character, and is good in the end. Yeah, it it, it was definitely good for her character i was pretty pretty torn about this uh her coming back thing while i was watching this because at first i'm like okay pure statue wow we're bringing her back into the focus <laughs> it's foreshadowing for zombie pira it could um, they brought her voice actress back yeah, for the mom yeah. character so right. you never know yeah, i mean i think, I, I think that was a great too. choice by the way yeah, i think that's was, a choice and her yeah her her voice for for the mom i think was fantastic like evocative of pira while still being kind of like this older presence um and yeah first i was like okay you know we're going back down the pira route but i i do agree it, it functions as more of a 
an emotional closure to Pira in whatever way. I mean, clearly we could revisit this from John's perspective again, but um, you wouldn't expect Pira to come back in as the same result. The only thing is I could see it as maybe a stepping stone to some really tragic thing where like it is, it is zombie grim Pira and she's just not herself at all. And John has to yeah. deal with that now. Um, like I, I could see maybe that, um, but. And this is them reminding us about her. Who she and her who actually, right? yeah, who, who she actually used to be. And then yeah, we see, exactly. and then who we see is like not her. Um, but I, I, I still wouldn't expect that though. Um, but it, it you know, it's, it's, it's always going to be tempting to. <laughs> <laughs> When when the show's mythology is such that I mean I don't know if people have came back Season to like before but you know you could you could always it would make sense you wouldn't have to I explain mean, it that I, much. I mean Salem's immortal and uh, and Ozpin came back to life like we yeah. saw that yeah, yeah we did see that this year. Um, there is precedent. Yeah yeah um, and speaking of the we talked about like the g- quietness and the uh, restrainedness I think of the scene or words that I would describe it I thought this was. Very well written, this scene. Um, I think mm-hmm. this, I, you know, I, we, fr- I frequently criticize the dialogue on the show, but, um, I thought Miles and Carrie really nailed the scene and all the dialogue here because, um, yeah, a lot of it is a little, um, like we're saying what we, we mean and we talk about, but it's, uh, nothing, nothing is like, uh, nothing's meant to jump out at you. Nothing's meant to hit you over the head. Um, and, uh, it, it, it really, uh, hits the emotional beats of, uh, what, uh, John and mom are talking about. Yeah. And then when Ren and Nora come in, I thought, I think that's also fantastic. Um, I'm just so happy Nora said, I like, we love you. Like, it's just, it, it yeah. feels so good for characters, like, especially like um, male and female characters that aren't like in a relationship, like to say that to each other, it felt really good to see that on a, in a TV show. Yeah, I agree. I thought that was fantastic. Um, yeah. We start the scene with uh, talking about pure training in, in uh in Argus at Sanctum and that's why the statue's there. It did seem like, okay, why is there a statue of this random person? But I guess like this shows the ramifications of the follow beacon on on the yeah. Ruby world. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, then then the woman's uh red haired woman's talking about how uh Pira was happy. Uh she knows she didn't regret her choice. Uh she said she always wanted to be a huntress and John says she was a huntress and then um That was sweet. I like how the yeah. mom, whatever character, like she appreciated that. That yeah. was nice. Yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, I feel like some implication of knowing who John is and knowing, uh, you know, knowing the situation and right, like, she, she seemed tapped into Pierre's mind. Like, it's almost like it's a manifestation of Pierre's mom, plus also, like, some sense of omniscience knowing Pierre, the two at the time, um, whether that be because they talked and they communicate a lot and she did know that, or because she's just like a representation of people who mm-hmm. love Pierre. Um, but yeah, I think, I thought that was communicated from, from the way they were talking and, uh, yeah, the Ren and Nora come in and they, they say they don't want to lose John too. They love him. Um, they talk about how Pira was trying, they should try to, and, uh, we should fight like she's by our side. Um, and this was like the best, uh, Ranger, uh, content we were, I don't know, not Ranger content ever. Um, I think like, uh, they, they frequently just feel like they're people together and I feel like they, they really feel like a team here. Um, and you, I felt for them and I like, I liked them being in the scene and being a large part of this episode. And I know we've said otherwise previously, but, uh, this, <laughs> they were really fantastic. And, here. Yeah. And I really like how it ends with like, actually like a plot hook where he like looks over the statue and like, you see the airship that he's going to talk about later. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's oh, yeah. Like it, it, they, it, it, it's just a very tight scene altogether. It is mm-hmm. a really tight scene. Yeah. Re- really what, well executed. Yeah. And I think what makes it really good for this team because we've had trouble connecting with them in the past is that it it's setting them up as a team separate from the Ruby team and but also not competing with each other in terms of like obviously the team Ruby is the focus but it it doesn't feel like they're like Nora and Ren and all of them are trying to be the focus of the show they just have this good little unit and it's really solid and great and kind of like they're secure in themselves (laughs) In a way, I don't know if I'm explaining this right, but it just it, it doesn't feel like I'm like, oh, no, like they're getting all the screen time and now they're not going to give any screen time to Ruby. I feel like I can trust them to give Team Ruby screen time as well, I, while I, delivering I think, this great moment. I think that's kind of what I was worried about while seeing the scene the first time. Like the first yeah. time I watched the episode, I definitely was a little worried that like this was just a John episode. But then the last third happened and I was mm-hmm. actually very it retroactively maybe less 
concerned with that scene and I went back and watched it again and I was much more happy knowing yeah, that. Yeah, and very satisfying. Like it, it wasn't compromising that the Pira scene to have the Ruby scene. Like it is it was just a good balance. It it, it could have easily compromised it too. Like this yeah. could have easily led into Jean like just saying I have a plan and then everyone just doing the plan, but it put the onus on Ruby. Yeah. Yeah, the context within the episode was also phenomenal too. It's really enhanced. Oh yeah. So, um, I will say, first time I was watching, I had no uh, no reservations about fo- us focusing on John. I was completely in on the scene. So I was, no, same. Uh, well, because he was like, it was. I feel like I was connecting with him as a person or as a character in more in a way that like never happens. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. Because you can understand this emotion that he's going through with Pira, um, and it was just very heartfelt. Yeah, it's it's you, you can't not even the most ardent John haters cannot not connect yeah. with him in terms of his grief for Pira. This is like a yeah, <laughs> yeah, this yeah. Is a, <laughs> everyone grieves Pira. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we all we 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 too. Yes, uh, we we love Pira too. So this is uh, we were feeling for him here, and we saw their connection, and their, yeah, and so this was yeah, just all around. I think one of my favorite scenes of the season for sure, um, and loved it here and in the episode, the context of the episode, which then gets into. Um, these they are out looking for Oscar before, and um, there's some talk of like, should they stay in Argus, uh, Inger? Um, but then we get to uh, Crow in the house, and um, the Crow's passed out in the steps. Um, we see uh, Saffron and uh, Tara are back, and uh, she Saffron's like her hands on her back. That was like the only moment with the two of them. Well, no, so, they elbowed each other, one of them, everyone yeah. went out with the other. Yeah. That was cute. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> it's a, they're like commenting about Crow, yeah, it's good, yeah. and then um. Uh, and then, uh, Inger says they are going to Atlas. They're not staying here. Um, I was confused if this was a question before, like, uh, did we, did we posit this question before this episode? I think that's what was implied when they like yelled at Oscar and they were like, we don't want to be part of this plan anymore. Mm -hmm. Like that was kind of what Uh, was implied. Yeah. 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 I wrote, yeah. I thought it related to the Oscar stuff decently well. Um, I'd say, you know, obviously they're coming. (laughs) They're they're coming. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Like, I don't think us, the audience ever questioned it. I think. They, the characters, questioned yeah. it. That's yeah. all. They're not getting written out of the show. No, yeah. there's no way. Yeah. Okay. And uh, now we got to, we're going to throw to Haley a lot for this next segment because. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I knew. Oscar is here. He is a new outfit. Love oh. the new outfit. Uh, you do? Wait, okay. Like- well, no, we're going to get Haley to talk about it for a while. Uh, Ruby and Lace are. Uh, <laughs> They were worried uh, for Oscar. Nora was excited to see the new outfit. Very uh, excited. John apologizes to Oscar. Um, Oscar, he says, he doesn't know how much longer he has left as himself, but he wants to help in the meantime. It's like very, said very happily, but it's like really dark what he's saying. So it's <laughs> really dark. Um, and then uh, Ruby says, the combat gear looks good to Oscar. <laughs> oh. So Haley, <laughs> what was your reaction to that line? <laughs> Um, uh, I was like, my first thought was, oh no, I'm gonna have to talk about Rose Garden. Like, honestly, that was my first thought. No, you can't have meta reactions like that. You need to, you need to react in the moment. To I had to. Um, okay. What was my reaction to that? I think it was weird because throughout that whole scene, I was like, oh, Nora and Oscar are, are a thing. And <laughs> yeah, right. like, it seemed like it. But that one sentence was send, said so romantically, and I don't know how that happened. <laughs> Because it was just like an observational comment, but it was so romantic sounding. Um, somehow the voice actor like did that. Uh, but yeah, no, I don't know. It's it's uh, this ship is hilarious, and it just continues uh, to be hilarious. Now we've got a love triangle happening with Nora in the mix, so <laughs> it's getting more complicated. I guess That's exactly Quadrat, like with Ozpin as well. I don't know. John, get John in there. John can no, be involved. Please, please. <laughs> Just a love spiral, like Rhett, every Rhett, every team yeah, member. It could extend further, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I think uh, yeah, Rose Garden. It's still it's still kicking. They're still giving it attention and fuel to the fire. So I'll just along for the ride. Um, but I agree with Ruby. I think his outfit was very nice. I don't see how it's combat gear, but okay. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like it, it's it's worse combat gear than what he was wearing before. <laughs> Yeah, no, he's wearing like, he's just wearing more stylish clothes. Like there's no additional padding or anything going on there. It's it's a trench coat. He's going to get it caught on something. Exactly. But I like the color. The color looks good on his, with his eyes and his hair and everything. Um, So yeah, I'm, yeah, (laughs) I think it's better. I think the orange gloves make more sense than they did with his farmer (laughs) ascetic outfit. 
Um, Do you have the picture up or are you doing this from memory? No, memory. Wow. <laughs> I, I am impressed. I'm a pro. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm a fan of his, his nice little outfit. Okay. Number um, one, Oscar yeah. Stan Haley is a fan of the Apparently. Yeah. I also love that he was just like totally fine this whole time. <laughs> like, guys, yeah. don't they all have like phones? Os- Oscar doesn't have a phone because he's from a farm. Well, they get him a phone, guys. Yeah. Come on. The, o- the only thing that makes me uh, not think that this was romantic at the end was that Weiss was also like very worried about Oscar and the, uh, the little montage we had of the reaction. Oh, yeah. The whole worried. I, 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 yeah, that was yeah. I think everyone was but worried then the, about it. Then the comment. Yeah, the comment was like weird. <laughs> like, it was like, I, I think <sighs> yeah. I think honestly, I think it was them trying to be the show writers being like, OK, how do we tell the audience this is comeback here because it looks nothing like comeback Honestly, gear. it might have been. And they're like, let's throw some rose garden in just to mess with Haley and <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yep. week today they can mess with all of us I guess. exactly <laughs> yeah oh, I have no idea where that ship's going uh, but I feel like Endgame Nora and him are gonna get together probably I don't Nora's know. with Ren Nora's <laughs> with Ren what are you Is talking she about I thought they were yeah. like best buddies i mean you know they haven't been showing them together but uh, oh I, i've been thinking of them as like siblings so it, they do all- they do act like that so yeah like they grew up together and stuff so well, just a uh, poly ship with uh you know yeah that's fine um yeah okay but thumbs up to his new design and sure whatever that weird comment gear comment was uh interesting rose interesting. garden fuel yeah. Yeah, Rose yeah. Garden Fuel for just yep. really. Okay, yep. I have a I have a crazy theory about okay. uh, Oscar here. <laughs> okay, I'm ready. Is, okay, we're ready. So this is credit to CEO at Ruby G for for the, this theory. So uh, most people shot it down. So this is I'm <laughs> it's not, <laughs> I'm not ready, a well Okay, we're um, Rose Garden shippers, so yes. like anything's possible here. We don't say we're. Don't, <laughs> don't bring us into this. Show approved. Overly animated approved. No one one third. <laughs> not, not all of us. <laughs> Okay, uh, Oscar runs out last episode, he comes back here, he's looking different, um, seems convenient that he just shows up in the house, what if this is mm-hmm. Neo disguised as Oscar, and oh. they caught Oscar when he ran out, and Neo is replacing Oscar. Because Neo's more stylish, so she's like, we gotta update his wardrobe. Right, or like Neo didn't see his his old outfit, I don't know, it doesn't make any sense, but yeah, it's... <laughs> it's, it's <laughs> But yeah, she had to have a reason for why he was gone. I'll I'll say, I'll say this: it did seem like his speech patterns were different. In the first time we saw Oscar in this episode, I thought it was Ozpin talking. Same, yeah, same. And I think that's he's very calm, yeah, and very uh, like uh, formal. I feel like the way he's talking. And 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 in his defense, the voice actor he has been very good at being able. Like I can tell who he is when he's talking. Just yeah, okay, because it's a third Oscar voice. Maybe no, I thought it was Oz. I, and I honestly think there's something more happening here. I think there is more. The I'm, look, I'm, I'm telling you, last episode, Oscar leaves. This episode, he's conveniently back. Yeah, and no big deal. Do we know Neo Semblance though? Can she do this? Yeah, she can. She yeah, can probably she's... do it. And the only thing is, Oscar t- <laughs> probably. She's the like thing... <laughs> illusions and stuff. Yeah, kinda, right? can, I like how Dylan says like hundred percent. Yes, yes, she could probably. Yeah. Do it. That's as so. much as I can get with Neo. But the problem is, Oscar's talking here, and we haven't seen Neo talk in disguise well, maybe she can, before. Maybe she can speak when she's disguised. Right, that that might yeah. be the reveal, and it might be extra surprising because I like the theory. I really like the theory. The only thing I'm thinking is that line about how he's like he doesn't know how much longer he has by as himself so he wants to help them why would neo know that's a thing yeah that right happen, that was that right? seems like uh i definitely think but i like the theory yeah. Yeah. i think I, I think there's maybe something more than him just going on a fashion trip yes happened i think maybe so. ospin took over maybe ospin has been around this, this whole time be, and we don't be know Ospin trying to pretend to be oscar yeah, that, yeah. It did maybe maybe like oh maybe the tragicness is ospin completely took over now yeah yeah we don't know yeah that could be a I, twist too. I, I think I think that is more likely because it does seem like he's talking differently. He's much more calm. He's much more. He's changed his outfit. Like it'd be really tragic if Osbin took over and then said that line of uh, he didn't didn't know how much longer he had as himself. <laughs> and I'd actually, be, uh, his outfit is kind of like Osbin. It, it is. is. Yeah, yeah. It is. It would be it like I like would be very sad if like I'm surprised. Like I would be very sad if that happened. Like that would be because he's very just big... like precious, like little cinnamon yeah. roll. <laughs> Okay, Poor yeah, thing. actually, I, yeah, I'm I'm in on this theory. This, this, <gasps> so it's this, Osman now. I think this is going to make Osman unforgivable, though. <laughs> if, uh... Well, yeah, <laughs> but we need that. We need him down be... that road before. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, but the, he was like, fine. And then he like shrinked away after everyone was mad at him. But we were kind of on his side. We're like, okay, we saw Osborn doing, generally trying to do good for the past millennia. Yeah. And then uh, yeah. here's, but if he's, uh, yeah, I mean, the, the, it's not necessarily his fault that he <laughs> edges out Oscar's like consciousness. Yeah. It's a really dark concept. Yeah. Um, but it's, yeah. we, we don't know that he's in control of that, right? So it could just yeah. be the, what it's forced upon him is curse. Um, mm-hmm. But him, but if he's then pretending to be Oscar, then that's going to be That's bad. not cool. Yeah, that would be really messed up. But he knows that they don't trust him anymore, so he knows he needs right. to. Right. So you you can think in the Oz stuff. logic, right? Like Oz is like, yeah. this needs to get done. They're not gonna like. I need to direct them in a way, and they're not gonna oh, get anything God. done. Uh, with maybe we get a like a flashback next episode or whenever, and it's um <laughs> after he like ran out after Jean and him confront each other, we see him like he's like in an alley crying, sad, and then Ozpin takes over from that because it's like an emotionally weak moment or something. Yeah, we could it, see we could see could the, get that. the flashback. I assume we get that after a big reveal. With yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I feel like it's like you a like se- my new coat. Well, I feel like this is a series. I feel like this is a season finale reveal. If finale we revealed reveal. it, yep, yep, yeah, yeah, it could be. Yeah, I'm like I, I feel like it's going to involve Jin. Like he's going to ask a question or something. And it's going to be Austin the whole time. <gasps> Ooh, yes. Oh yeah, he he gets the lamp and then asks. Yeah. The question. it's like Oscar, what are you doing? It was yeah. me. Because it's okay. Time. I'm happy I wasn't the only one, Andy. Because like when he first started talking, I for sure thought it was Austin. Yeah, no, it, it really sure. felt that way. And I and you I can tell that's on purpose. I hope it is because it it really feels like Austin. Yeah. Which makes the rose garden even creepier now. Yes. So. <laughs> yeah. I love, that I'll, I'll, over, right? If you're if you're skeptical, I'm just going. Oh, he's more on board. Yeah. With the you you want you're saying Haley wants the creepier rose yeah, garden. Yeah. That's, she. <laughs> she no, got really after she found out. No, no I approve on, of Ozpin's uh, choice in new outfits. <laughs> that's it. That's it. That's all. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Okay. I, I think this is what's happening now. And uh, the biggest thing is that something's happening because when a show does this where someone goes away and then they're back and then pretending like everything, you know, that's a, that's a big that's clue that yeah. there's a twist, something happening. Yeah. Um, Interesting. I also think they are going to do some sort of twist because the la- their most successful thing, I recently wrote about this top five twists article. You can check that over at com. was uh, the the uh, Spring Maiden twist last season. I put Ruby on the list. Um, and I saw them on a, on a AMA say, uh, Miles and Carrie, they're like, this is one of the things we're happiest with last season was the, the, the twist they did there. So I think that they would be eager to try another like big mm-hmm. season long type twist thing. Yeah. yeah. I think the, I think if there's a twist and it's not Oscar, I think most likely it's Ozpin, but I, I also do really like the Neo idea because yeah, the fact that it sense. could be the fact that it could be a lot of people is <laughs> yeah it's crazy <laughs> but it's because we last we saw them cinder was saying you need to kill ruby for me right so this yeah. would be a good way of getting and, close. and remember they're behind on the timeline or something exactly. so uh they, yep. they could have caught up in in the meantime yeah. i think that's how that works and uh, neo also has a little coat as part of her outfit so yeah <laughs> i think both fit. i think both kind of fit uh, yeah <laughs> and doesn't and and Neo could uh, be using her umbrella as a cane, like she could disguise it. Mm. I don't mm. know if that's how that works, but that would be... I don't know, Dylan. We Do you really know how any know. of this works? Uh, no, no, I can't. I can't exactly. counter. So <laughs> that could that could be plot. Okay, so let us know in the comments. Is it is it just Oscar? Is it, you believe it's Oscar, or do you think it's Osmond or Neo? Tell us uh, which of the three, um, and we'll see. We should should get a poll going. Well, tell us on the Discord too, um, because this is this is the new. Uh, we had some big theory last. Oh, new Cinder theory, b- new theory. By the way, from the uh, I don't even remember. I can't even. There's Cinder some theory. Is a grim baby. We had a lot of theories. <laughs> Something about Ruby being Jesus. I don't even remember. <laughs> <laughs> That was, the, she's like that was the latest theory on the Discord. From God of Light? Yeah, I guess so. Oh, yeah, so. she's like the God of Light uh, manifested. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, that and was then the Cinder is actually a grim baby. Oh my yeah, God. that was that was the last podcast. That was, that was la- it, I'm know. still for but that. The new, the new Discord theory is Ruby is just actually the god of light in disguise, and, and Ruby doesn't know this. But uh, that's sure, a, yeah. Why not? There's nothing to disprove it. <laughs> I actually think <laughs> that's a season twelve thing that the show is going to do. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's move on. Okay. Uh, let's get the Ruby stuff we talked about. Crow. Ruby's mad at Crow. Uh, John outlines his plan: steal the uh, steal an Atlas airship. I I don't even know what to do with this. Like. <laughs> Why not? You've got to be. You can. You really can't think of another way to get there. They can't. Is there like literally no other ships? Yeah. In the world, Dylan, can you think of a different way to get to Atlas? They're like a rogue pirate. You have important something? people. Just call someone. I get the, yeah. uh, the phone well, lines well, are down. Like okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just frustrated by the stupid situation. Well, Dylan, I think the bigger thing is they have Terra here, and Terra's like in charge of like 
part of the infrastructure, right? Just get her to like make a call to somebody. Just get someone to call Ironwood. Like he would, he would cooperate. Why? Yeah. Would he... uh, okay. Um, they're gonna steal the airship though. Crow is not about that plan. And then Ruby is mad that Crow is not about that plan, even though Crow's right. <laughs> and it's a stupid plan. Yeah. Well, the thing is, I do like that. this argument. Like this, this, besides like the reason for it, I do like that Ruby stands up to Crow here. Yes, yeah. definitely. Because uh, she says, we're not following you, Crow. I say we do it our way. Um, and uh, the in- another instrumental version of the theme of the season is playing. Yeah. The so end. good. They're doing uh, so good with like playing this this theme all the time. Like I love it every time. Yeah, it's the second time recently that we saw this. This they were, when they're going into Argus too, we saw like this piano version, and then here's this kind of just instrument more or- orchestral version of it. Yeah. Um it was fantastic. It really made this ending scene, and um, it makes you think that that's like Ruby's theme this season too. It's like wow, this is um, kind of is. Yeah, this is like a, her big character moment. Um, uh, Maria says, looks like you didn't give her enough credit either. And then Ruby just ends the episode staring at Crow. Um, like, Love I'm it. in charge now. Love it. <laughs> Finally. Like, she's just been, like, I know her character is to be all bubbly and happy and stuff, but... She's finally just snapped and is yeah. done with all this and is actually standing up for herself. And it's so great because she's standing up for herself, but also her team and is understanding that for well, through all this series of events, they're following her and she needs to do something about it, which is yeah. great. We, we've been yeah. begging uh, Ruby to actually lead the team. And uh, mm-hmm. this is and this she's is doing that. it. Yep. 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 And, and I do like that. It really feels like. Crow didn't realize that they weren't following him to begin with. Like, he thought that everyone was following him, but they never were. They were always just following her. It was a really yeah. good, like, just everyone standing up with her. Yeah. And she was following Crow, so then, but yeah. now she's her own person. Yeah, and I think it does tie into most of the season of Ruby t- directing the action. And I, I think it ties it ties the Ruby pissed at Crow into the Ruby growing as a leader, kind of, two, yeah. two themes that mm-hmm. were doing with her well together. Um, and both are great. Ruby's great. Uh, the Ruby scene with Maria was fantastic. We reference it. We tie it in. Um, like uh, these are two important uh, like mentors in Ruby's life now, and um, they're both in, involved with the scene of her like coming into her own as a leader. It's it's just fantastic. I yep yeah, but I do oh. think that there's an important thing that's going to happen here because I'm worried that Crow can go two directions. They can go two directions with Crow's character. They can have him realize at this point that he's made a mistake or he can go further off the deep end realizing he's still not he's not he's not helping at all anymore like i'm curious which way we're gonna go now because they kind of have to make a choice at what at some point where they're gonna go with crow and i'm worried they're not going to yeah like if he's gonna leave them or yeah yeah i I want yeah i want some action with crow here at the end of the season let's do let's do something definitive with him because because i'm actually invested in him now like this season has made me actually invested in the character arc they're giving him because they really are playing up that he is a drunk he's not good for the team he's not good for ruby as a mentor like i want them to do something with that finally oh so oh so he's lost without osbin i think that's a big thing with his character this season yeah Um, yeah but but osbin's here so what how's (laughs) that twist how's that twist going to affect crow like that makes me think they're more likely to do it because um we're waiting for this uh, turning point with crow oh osbin's been here this whole time he didn't even tell you um how's crow going to react what to a that? jerk yeah or or will osden let crow know like behind the scenes or has has crow kind of been in on it this whole time and has been lying and under the guise of just being out of it and maybe that's um, why he's drinking so much because he feels bad for lying to the all of yeah, them yeah or yeah yeah it's cover and he feels bad yeah there's, there's a lot that he could... is is he drinking is that the reason that he's like drinking so much is that because osden lied to him is that what yeah, we're supposed yeah to be that, that's that's the yeah that's this on the surface yeah, yeah. okay yeah, so it could be it could be that. Probably is he, that. Because he thought he was being a big hero. Like he thought he was finally gonna redeem himself in his own yeah, eyes for something exactly. that he's done. But now it seems like he's doing nothing. Second fiddle. Now yeah. he's gotta step mm. down. Yeah. Okay. I'm I'm convinced that uh that's Osbin and Crow's uh It, it would be so good Crow's if Crow's gonna tie into good. it in some way. It would It'd be, be really very good. depressing, but <laughs> it would be, awesome. really be really good. Rip Oscar. Let's pinpoint the moment in the season when he died, because that happened already. Yeah, off screen when he ran away from. <laughs> if, if, it, if it did, I will go back and look to see if he died some point before. Yeah, like, was this. was it off screen? Was that the when Aspen took yeah. over, or was like, it before this? Sure. Or you know, okay. We'll, we'll I think it was that. probably off screen. Probably. <laughs> We're talking like it happened. Like we don't know. Well, it's, well no, I, it's, I, it's, it's canon. I, we we determined. I think it fits though. Like it, it fits does thematically. Fit. It really does. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <gasps> yes. 
<laughs> we're, we're, we're hype. Okay, back to the beginning of the episode, Emerald and Mercury. We talked about it a little <laughs> okay. bit already. Oh. Um, yeah, Emery, uh, Emerald's like questioning what Mercury wants. Um, Cinder was her only family. Then they start fighting. Randomly. Mercury, yeah, Mercury says um, his dad took his semblance and he didn't give it back. Cool. Okay, sure. <laughs> Reactions. So is there just a Mer- well Mercury's dad is now dead. So did that mean that Mercury without a semblance defeated his dad who probably had like a bunch of semblances? Yeah. I yep. guess. That doesn't add up. And then he thought by killing his dad he'd get his semblance back and he didn't or something. You know? Yeah. Um, so his dad kind of stole his soul? I guess. I guess. <laughs> I guess I no, those are auras, not uh <laughs> No, but probably like, I, I don't know. I wonder if this was just a throwaway line to make us sympathetic with Mercury, or if this well, is they have actually to, they something. have to tell us at some point what everyone's semblance is. Uh, yeah, that's a requirement. Exactly. Yeah, for, but no, I for no if, for like, no reason. If this uh, yeah, come back yeah. up, right, or if this is just a random thing. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I'm, I, yeah. It could come back. My assumption is that, uh, or things like this. I'm like, Miles and Carrie are holding on to a lot of things that they talked about with Monty, and so I feel like maybe they think they need to put everything in um, that they had talked yeah. about previously. So that feels like what this is because they me, said but... the dad was like the dad's been killed. So I think that storyline's done. I, I, I think one of the biggest struggles with the show, and he kind of touched on it, Dylan, is that they have a lot of backstory. They have a lot of stuff they want to tell the audience and they don't understand that they don't need to tell us everything. We're allowed to just not know what someone's semblance yeah. is. I mean, it's a, t- it's a tough situation. They probably feel beholden to, to yeah, no, and I, and I, get that, and I get that, but I'm not just talking about stuff with Monty. I'm saying in general, it feels like yeah. they tell a lot of stuff. In, in general. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. We, we do over, we over, uh, say stuff like this um but maybe it'll be maybe it'll be relevant like, to mercury's character. It's imp- maybe it's important to yeah. know he has no semblance but right now. So, I think the know. bigger, yeah. the bigger, like, um, I forget what the word is, but the the bigger um crap. I don't know the word, but the one that was worse than this was the one with Maria, where she's like, "Oh, I have reflexes." Like it's like we didn't need her to say that out loud. I call like, it reflexes. Yeah, we, like we didn't that. need that conversation. Like this, this feels better than that at least. Already, people have started memeing with the "I call it reflexes" on yeah. Discord. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, yeah, that's uh, that's going to be the new bad luck one. But um, yeah. yeah, they're just yeah. Well, suffice to say, we don't think they're handling Semblance as well for the most part on the show. But they, I mean, it's not like this was bad. I thought this Nothing was new. fine. It's yeah. nice to know something about Mercury, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. I wish they had left Salem, like had shown us at least them starting to run away at the end of the scene, because it just kind of fell. I assume the next scene they'll leave probably. But mm. it didn't well, go anywhere. So, so Mer- Mercury says, uh, "You might not like it here without Cinder, but I think I'm right where I'm supposed to be." Yeah. Um, so hopefully so, we leave Mercury and Emerald runs away, and so we focus on Emerald. It's, like basically, the summary of the scene is Emerald is uh, doesn't want to be here without Cinder, but Mercury does. That being said, Tyrion says they're not allowed to leave. Um, so yeah, but he also, but I think he was hinting at something because he was he said like or something about like are you thinking about leaving and then he's like you can't but he gave them like a weird look as he was leaving. Tyrion's insane. Tyrion like, is insane, but like, I think he's trying to get tr- them him. into leaving. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think he's trying to. I think he. Knows yeah, yeah I guess he could like, be saying the opposite. Yeah, he's like true. goading them into leaving to make Salem hurt them, <laughs> kind of. You know, that, that, uh, that, that I, would, I don't that think it's for character. their benefit. I yeah. think it's he's yeah. like this would be a fun game and. Is trying to get them to leave. I can see that. Okay. Yeah, that's how um, I was. At least I feel you revving up. I feel you revving up. Before Look, no, no, before Tyrion was mentioned. Before we go on to Tyrion, though, I really liked that. Uh, in the little short little fight thing, which was it was well choreographed, all said. But I liked that before they started fighting, like they showed em- Emerald like that she didn't have her weapons and just like a shot. Like I thought that was cool when she was getting aggressive. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought I thought it was I thought it was a, I actually think this was a good scene overall. I thought the fight scene was was fine, and um, I you know I know we complained a little bit about the someone's thing, but it's not it's not a thing. Yeah. Um, it's it's it was not it was good, course. and I you know I still stand Merc- uh, Emerald. Um, so it was yeah, Emerald's great. Yeah, um, and Mercury is uh definitely a nothing character. Um, so if we're gonna do something with him, let's start. But he has robot out. legs. Yeah, does he, does. he I don't remember that. Remember he like <laughs> yeah he definitely season three or something. What do you mean he definitely yeah, he, does? Like John. Punched, <laughs> no, yeah. Yang punched him and he was like, you broke my leg, but it was actually metal and he was fine. But, but everyone in the audience was tricked into thinking that he actually, yeah. actually broke his leg. Yeah, I don't remember And then Purit died okay. and Penny died. And that, all I remember that. those parts. I remember those. Yeah. Not well, that, well, Dylan, that was the thing that called all the grim there because everyone in the audience got really Yeah, I remember out. something called all the grim. I didn't know it was like a metal leg. I thought it was an illusion. It wasn't that? Well, it was an, no, it was an illusion of him, him. having a normal leg. Okay, okay. Yeah. It was stupid. 
Anyway, you ask, anyway, you ask no why we're not as high on volume three as uh, you guys, the audience, and this is why. Okay. Um, <laughs> so then Tyrion comes in. Um, he is sporting a new metallic tail with a yeah, stinger, is. and there's poison, and okay. you see the okay. design in the credits, okay. if you look through the yeah. credits, and we're going to move on from the tail. And then uh, he's making fun of Mercury, <laughs> and uh, he uh, is like, ah, Mercury, he says, uh, Watts, uh, Dr. Watts and him are going to Atlas to prepare, but then he gets cut off before... He, uh, we get to learn what they're preparing for. Cut off like his tail? Uh, no, not like that. Like his, his speak, like uh, what he was saying. So, um, <laughs> his, uh, <laughs> what, do you, what, what do we think they were, they're going to go to Alice to prepare for? They're probably preparing for Osmond to arrive. Like Salem probably knows where he's trying to get to. Yeah, maybe. Like that, that, that seems simple. The Aren't they preparing for a plan of some sort? Like to me, it's like, oh, a fall of Atlas. Now that's nice. Maybe, maybe they're trying yeah. to get, get the relic in Atlas. Prepare for the, yeah, whatever. Regardless, those are the two that are going to Atlas. Um, and, uh, sure. I don't know. Which makes That's... me think that we're going to end up in Atlas by the end of the season. Yeah, this feels like, this feels like set up for like the final big fight of the season. Seems like we're going to be in Atlas for the finale. I, I think agree. so. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Pacing, like, uh, I don't know. We'll see how they manage it, but we still have a few, quite a few episodes left. So there's definitely yeah. time. Yeah. Um, okay. That's it. That's all that happened in the episode. Nothing else, right? Yeah. Nothing else, Dylan. Nothing else <laughs> except things that made me very upset. <laughs> okay. Everyone has been waiting for 45 minutes, Andy, for what you have to say about Tyrion's new metallic tail. Last okay. time he came, okay. he didn't have a tail, okay. uh, right? It was like a um, thing that was a metal thing that was attached. Yeah. And he like, yeah. had his tail at the, at, uh, the rest of his normal tail there still. He just was missing a stinger. Okay. But it's also his... bigger now, like I... the tail part of it. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Andy, Andy, well, okay. walk us through what you saw when you were watching and yeah. how your view has evolved okay. since then. Okay, okay. So when I watched this, when I first, when we first saw Tyrion, I was like really upset because I'm like, oh, this is the chance to reveal it. And a lot of people commented that, hey, he's, that you can attach stuff to the tail. It could still be really cool. And I'm like, that doesn't matter. It being cool isn't the point. This was the chance to reveal it. And that's whatever. But now we're moving on to here. This episode, he walks in and his entire tail is metal. And I am so upset you're telling me that in like multiple weeks watts can only like stem the bleeding with a little cap at the end of his tail but in like the span of like a couple hours he just replaces all of Tyrion's tail and this is the big reveal like what is the point of this pacing like why did we hold out on this reveal of his tail if it wasn't gonna have like a cool attachment on the end it just makes no sense the first scene we saw with Tyrion now like it's just I don't even know what it was there for now, Dylan, because this is just stupid. The tail is cool. That's the worst part. Like, they didn't need to have this first seed where he didn't have the full metal tail anymore. Like, You're I don't upset under- that the tail is cool? Yes, because why <laughs> did he just have this tail the first time we saw him? It doesn't make, yeah, that's, it doesn't make any sense. Like, why, why did we, why did we have a scene with him where he had his normal tail with a metal cap at the end, and then later, a couple episodes later, have him with a full metal tail? Like, that makes no sense as, like, why did we do that? There was no reason. Like, there was nothing different there. Were we just trying to remind the audience, hey, Tyrion's tail got cut off? But, like, the thing is, if he just came in with a metal tail, we'd be like, oh, right, his tail got cut off. Like, there was no point to this. Were they, they were trying to get, like, two reveals out of one thing, and it didn't work. <laughs> is no. that the, what they're trying to do? I have no idea what they're trying to do here. <laughs> it doesn't no, make any part. sense. No, it's really weird. Part. No sense why they did this. Like I don't understand why they did it this way. Like it's just completely absurd. It's such a small thing in the entire season, in the entire show, and they did like do- two reveals for it for no reason. I don't, I don't get it. Like I love Tyrion's tail, and I still don't understand why it's they an extended did this. reaction. Right, yeah. this this is the payoff, right? Because they were uh, like focusing yeah. on the tail multiple times, and he's like hovering it over Mercury, right? Like uh, this this is the payoff to the season long tail arc. But why, did, why why wasn't this Tyrion's reveal for the season then? Why did why wasn't this the first time we saw Tyrion the whole season? Why did we have to see him? The first it time? would have been much more impactful. Yeah, yeah. it makes no sense. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> what's what's just what's the point of having this as a mystery between seasons? This also like I yeah. guess this it looks cool now, but why why would this miss why why is this like a reveal? Who cares? Like, no, no. But Dylan, it would have been an okay reveal. Like it's a random throwaway. If you just I still would have complained about it, even if even if it's what you are saying. <laughs> but especially considering they tried to yeah. do this two tiered thing, I don't even know if what they're trying to do. But uh, it took time to animate two different textured tails. Yeah. Like, 
different. One day they didn't know what design they wanted in the first episode, and they're like, oh, this is a good idea. Make it worse than what he's expecting. Except it's literally just a metal version of what he had before, so it's it's not that unique. no, but that's the crazy part. Like, he had, like, a cool... I had a, Like, it was cool. Like, he had a thing at the end of his tail. He could put attachments on. I'm like, okay, that's what he's going to do. Nope. But instead, they, like, cut off more of his tail to put in a full metal tail. Like, when you give someone a prosthetic, you don't cut off more of their limb to give them to give them the prosthetic. <laughs> that's not the point. That's oh, not how it works. Man. Wild. It's wild. I don't get why they did it two-tiered. It doesn't make any sense. Oh, my God. It's specifically I, to make you angry. It is. I it think is they're trolling you. I, I think I they might think be. They, they, might, they, be they might be trolling you and then Haley with the rose guard. Like I think they might be speaking to us. No, Dylan. I usually I joke about that, but this feels specifically attacking. It, does, it really feels like it attacks me and nobody else because nobody it feels very this, thought out. <laughs> nobody in this stupid fandom cares about this tale except for me, Dylan. Nobody. Man. Oh man! You can tell because people turned off the podcast already. They didn't care what yeah. you had to say. Yeah, no, they're they skipping. They don't care. <laughs> they care about this stupid tale. I care about it. I think it's funny, but I saw it two times now, and I'm and I'm mad about it. Like no one else cares about this stupid tale. Well, he'll probably get a cool fight scene in Atlas at the end. Yeah, the tale, be so fun. that's good. Feel of it. He could have just showed up with his metal stupid tail, and it was fine. I think it would have been more effective if they just didn't have him in that previous episode because his yeah. character didn't need to be there. He like he could be anything. off doing something or whatever. And then have this be the reveal. It would have been much better. It would have been, it, it would have been good. It would have been okay. It would have been fine. Whatever. But I'm mad yeah. that they thought they needed to do it two ways, two times. So, so what I'm hearing is that this tale is cool and we're all happy about it, is what I'm hearing. I, Dylan, I am happy end. about the tale. That's the one. <laughs> I like the tale. It's good. It's fine. Okay. I'm glad we're all happy about yeah. it then. Yeah. Back uh, on I like Tyrion's drips, tail. I like that it drips poison. Good design. It drips poison. Yeah, yeah. But That's cool. Good design. Watch. It just like drips it. Like there's no like control over it. I guess. <laughs> I, I assume he has some control over it. Well, Are I was you... picturing like what if he runs out? He's gonna have to like refill it with a little bottle of poison. <laughs> 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 That'd be pretty fun. That'd be, really fun. Like Wait, a little side refill my scene. poison tail. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. And he can. Does Kate hear you ranting about this? Oh, I'm sure she hears me. I'm sure Kate. <laughs> I want the reaction <laughs> to, to this rant <laughs> in the Discord. I in do. person. <laughs> no, we need to, a dead podcast addendum. Special Kate reaction. No, okay. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Haley, what are your f- final thoughts on this episode? <laughs> oh man, um, final thoughts. I think it's a good episode. It was nice. It was. We had some good moments. <laughs> I'm still caught on the tail. It's just so funny. Um, but yeah, no, we had some interesting Rose Garden. Could have some new theories out of this. So yeah, it's full steam ahead. It's a good full season. Full steam ahead for Ruby. Okay, yeah. Andy, what are your final non-tail thoughts here? Oh, non-tail. I'm not allowed to talk about the tail anymore. No, no more ban, tail. Ban, banning discussion. <laughs> like for the rest of the season, good. For the rest uh, of the season. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's just Tyrion. He's just Tyrion. I don't just know what Tyrion. it is. Yeah. But um, this episode was good. It, it was... Um, it didn't matter that Tyrion had a new tail. It was a good yeah. episode. Pure was really emotional. The pure. So why did you talk emotion. about it for ten minutes? Because it, it didn't matter. That's what we did. It mattered in a wider context of the season. Did it though? I don't think it did. I don't it think it mattered at all at first. <laughs> it didn't matter at all now. No. I said non tail. Okay, so we're no, no more. No, more for, no, no further more. thoughts, Crow, Randy. He's, I, he, Crow better die this season. He better get stabbed by this new tail. <laughs> he's gonna get stabbed by the tail. That's what's. He'll gonna be like feel remorseful about lying to them about Ospin, and then he'll sacrifice himself, and yeah, be all sad. Stabbed by the tail again, and gets poisoned, and lives again. I might just <laughs> have have aneurysm. He's gonna live again. He will. Yeah, he's gonna get stabbed by the tail again. Get poisoned. He's definitely, and he's definitely gonna live again. Yeah, Crow's definitely getting a near fatal wound. That should okay. kill anyone else, but he'll be fine this season. Yeah, but he has bad luck. That's his semblance. Yeah, but he's bad Somehow. luck. That's, that's why he got stabbed, but that doesn't affect him dying or not. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's no. good. Okay. Yep, <laughs> it was a good episode, sure. Uh, I'm Budsman Corner this week. Um, Moving on. Oh, good. Two weeks ago, uh, we're talking about the Ruby and Maria scene at the end of last episode, and I was, uh, my bad on this, I was confusing volume three and volume five, like, we're referring to both of them at the end, someone in the comments uh, pointed it out, and uh, I'm upset that I got that wrong, so yeah, well, there's, at first we were talking about volume three, and then we were talking about volume five, and I messed that up, so, um, there you go. It was confusing. Um, 
it, def- free is all over the place. It, it was kind of confusing. I still should have gotten it right. Um, the yeah. show, the show tends to be confusing. <laughs> um, but, uh, our five star review of the week on iTunes, uh, if you want to leave us a five star review, we very much appreciate it at, uh, search for overly animated Ruby on iTunes and you can help boost our mediocre star rating that is, uh, was put in by all the Ruby haters this week from AZ Phonician. I assume patron Phonician, uh, prompt in depth analysis. This feed is a Ruby specific part of a larger podcast called overly animated. They are consistently great in all of their coverage and Ruby is no exception. Their podcast typically posts the same day that new Ruby episodes are released, which is no small feat considering the amount of work these hosts clearly put into their shows. The expert panelists dive into each episode, and I always feel like I learn something new with each podcast. If you enjoy Ruby, I highly recommend giving us a listen. Thank you, Ooh, Phonician, for that review. Um, tell, tell us what you learned about Tyrion's tale this week. Right. Yeah. So I, and and, Andy is an expert in the tale, and what did, what did we learn about the tale? Yeah, and uh, we're experts in certain aspects. Of it. Very <laughs> yeah. certain. Yeah, very, very specific. specific. <laughs> I, I like the idea of patrons using our five star reviews to like sell off the rest of the podcast to everybody. Please say yes, yeah, yo, that's a good. Yeah. I, I, you should explain what it is because it's not clear from. It's just yeah, a, no, it isn't. I like the explanation. It's just yeah. a, it's like a spinoff feed, so it's very confusing. I'm sure there's a lot of people that just listen to Ruby that don't listen to the rest of us. But let's plug other stuff that we're doing now. Thank mm-hmm. you, Finition, for that. Um, we just had the winners to our uh, OVAE's end of year animation awards. That was also up in the Ruby feed. Uh, unfortunately, Ruby did not win best show, but Try it was nominated. Um, we did. Not we didn't steal it from but... Weiss this year, at the very least. No, Weiss was no. not robbed. Ruby as a whole was robbed, but uh, <laughs> the fact robbed. that it was nominated is a victory. <laughs> it, <laughs> it, it's a big victory. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. you should be happy about that. Um, we also uh, are uh, big into the uh, new Steven Universe Diamond Days event right now. We had two podcasts on Familiar, the latest episode of that, and we'll have uh, next week's episode podcast coming up as well. If you like Steven Universe, definitely check out our recaps to that. Um, and uh, we all had hey, oh, we had a queer representation in a 2018 animation year end podcast that also was up in the Ruby feed because I talked about Ruby on that one. And um, no one else that I was on watched Ruby. I defended the show. Good job. Uh, good. good. I talked about how this the season is good with uh, Saffron and Terracotta. Like, uh, like I, that was the representation we talked about. Um, Delaney was like debating whether she should pick up the show again or not. <laughs> it was, I may have cut that part out. <laughs> but she, <laughs> like, I was like, eh. no, I was. Did they all cringe when you said the name Terracotta? Uh, no, I don't. I may, I may. Have, I don't know if I said the full name. I may okay, have avoided good. that, but we could, just ignore yeah. that. Just don't yeah. Tell so if I find that, yeah, we went through all the shows uh, that had uh, queer representation, and then find that also in the Ruby feed or on our YouTube, YouTube.com slash Overly Animated website, OverlyAnimated.com. Leave us comments there. Like I said, tell us what you thought of the new theories here, big new theories that are happening, and uh, in this podcast, do you agree? What do you think of Andy's tale rant? Uh, let us know in the YouTube comments and the website comments, or in our Discord at OverlyAnimated.com slash Discord. Um, we'll see what the reaction is on the Discord to our new uh, theory today. And we're we just churning the, the theories out. Like yeah, this season the is Jesus theory. good fodder. It, it is good, good <laughs> because fodder. it's a good it's a good season. So we have yeah. a lot to expect from it. Exactly, oh, it's great. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you could support us via Patreon. That's the number one way to support us at patreon.com slash overly animated. Thanks to our current patrons, especially our patron of the podcast, Nicholas, aka Nickelodeon. And thanks as always to our patron executive producers, John, Ryan, Steve, Alex, and Hugh. Um, yep, we'll be back. I believe Ruby will be weekly here from here to the finale at the end of January. Also the premiere of Genlock, which I missed the <laughs> live stream of and I still haven't found. No, um, nobody found it. Dylan, like, very five upset over five. that. Just apparently no one recorded the Genlock five premiere. <laughs> if no, you I'm have not- the link, DM, DM me that Genlock link if you got the link, okay? <laughs> I'm Never with fans over here. Bullet. I'm just confused why Rooster Teeth did this in the first place because five people a, saw it. was a special screening. I mean, I'm sure more than, but no one recorded it. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I guess that's what they wanted. But um, yeah, DM me that uh, sweet Genlock premiere link, please. <laughs> 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 we want that. For the record, <laughs> for the record, listeners, Dylan will not watch it. He just wants the link. Oh, I'm going to watch it, maybe. But <laughs> I'm going to watch the first episode just out of curiosity. I think the three of us will cover the premiere and then nothing else. That might be what happens. I'm so we'll... game for that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> maybe it'll be fantastic. <laughs> it could be. You never know. Okay, okay. No Genlock quiz this week because I think they repeated the premiere. They did. They but, repeated the same yeah. thing. This time I can tell you that I don't still don't know what they said when they said union or whatever. I again uh, skipped through it. Someone so. on someone on Discord told us what this is. We we have a Genlock channel up on our Discord now, so if you want to come talk about Genlock, I created a Genlock because I was so excited when I heard they screened the premiere, and then I can't find it, so it's no point. <laughs> Should have created the channel. I jumped. <laughs> you the create gun on the that. channel just get us out of the way, Dylan. 
<laughs> yeah. yeah, it was dominating our other show's discussion. <laughs> so just, I mean, it's too, such a good show. Too much Chudlock talk. It's a, it's a other show. It is certainly another show. But no, it has its own channel now. So yeah, allofthelandmated.com slash Discord. Okay, that's it. Too, long, too much Chudlock memeing at the end. Thanks for listening, guys. We will see you next time. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. You're going to put this in uh, at the Dylan end? wants to know if you heard me ranting. Oh, so you didn't hear what I was yelling about? Oh, no. D- Dylan was hoping that you heard it and you'd have some funny reaction to it. <laughs> Kate had headphones in, Dylan. Ah, uh, Kate had headphones. Next Kate, time. Kate, Kate is a master of ignoring me. Yep.